Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. that you're here. Today, I have a special guest, Logan. He's uh, one of the IME community social media strategists. Yay! And so excited to have him here. I asked him if he would be willing to have a life coach session on one of the podcasts so that you all could see what life coaching is like, what a session is like. And he said, heck yeah, I got a, a couple of issues that I could talk about and that I would like some coaching on. And he has never had life coaching before. So, and it's always fun. It's like getting kind of like a massage for your, your mind, though it is a lot of work. So I'm going to have Logan introduce himself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Logan, and why you are so excited about IME community. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Carla. Well, as she said, my name is Logan and I am currently a sophomore here at UNL, born and raised in Lincoln, uh, majoring in psychology. So I have been working with IME for about a couple months now, and I think it's awesome. Dr. Carla, her expertise is amazing, and I think that is what is needed in this world with the obesity epidemic that we're encountering in the U.S. And another thing is that the philosophy of meeting in the middle is something that I think is needed, and I think the positivity, the idea of having fun while doing everything is something that really draws me in. I'm a fun guy. I like that fun. So <laughs> that's awesome. So you're helping us with um, different social media strategies and, and we're just getting it launching. And I know one of the things you were super excited with was helping with the member community and had a lot of ideas for making it fun because like you said, you're a fun guy, but you know, I think one of the things that we lose, especially like with health and, and making changes and meeting our goals is it can be fun. Yes. It doesn't have to be super grueling. Yeah. So one of the things that we talked about was, and, and I think is important to note is that all, we are all whole individual, you know, any issue that's top of mind for him is going to be something that's going to resonate with you all. And that you, you always get help when you, um, even show up to listen to other people get coached. I mean, you will be like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. Or yeah, I'm struggling with that too. Or wow, that really resonates with me. Or I agree with him that that's how I'm thinking about it. Or maybe I'm thinking about it in a different way. And so it's always super helpful. And I was telling Logan that when I went through my weight loss and health transformation journey, I don't think I ever showed up for any coaching that I needed on my actual like food or weight. Um, it was all about life. I mean, because that's, um, that's the thing that was driving me to 
those stressors in life were driving me to kind of buffer with food. And so that's, that's what I was getting coaching on. And that's what I remember. So, so it's going to be super helpful. So grateful. This is how it's going to work for teens in the member community for our weekly coaching sessions with me is you can sign up either ahead of time, or you can put in like your questions and we can do live coaching Q and A's if you're more comfortable with that, or I may be able to get you to unmute and then you come on and, and we'll do some coaching if you have something that you want coaching on. So anyway, Logan, tell me what's going on. What's top of mind for you today and that what you want coaching on. For sure. Well, as I already kind of told you, it's, it's so easy to be on my phone. Um, but I think, especially this semester with a lot of school, um, it can kind of get overwhelming at some points. And I feel when I get overwhelmed, it's easy to just revert to being on my phone and I kind of get in a trance and it actually contributes more to feeling overwhelmed because <laughs> then I am not doing my work. <laughs> okay. Can you give me like, when you say schools a lot, tell me a little bit more about what you mean by that. For sure. So Last semester, I was taking four classes, 15 credit hours. This semester, it's 17 credit hours with five classes. And that extra class, I didn't think it would be that much. But when it all adds up, it kind of is kicking my booty right now. But it, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So. so what do you think when you say it's kicking my booty? Tell me what that actually means. Yeah. So, for example... It's like, I've been doing well in school so far and school's kind of never been an issue, but it's just, it's hard. I want to be able to feel like I'm like learning and I feel like this semester I have to rush all of my classes and I'm not able to get the chance to learn like I want to. So in that sense, I'm kind of being, feeling a little defeated. Like if there's like, well, if I'm in school and I'm not like taking out these things, like taking out the knowledge I want to be taking out, kind of what's the point? Okay. So is there a specific situation um, where you were feeling that way, where you were feeling defeated and then you got on your phone? Can you think of a certain time recently where that happened? Yeah, let me think. I think, so I was going through my list of things to do and I saw I had like a paper, which is actually due tomorrow. And I looked, I think it was either Thursday or yesterday. I was like, oh, I can read about what I need to do for this paper, but I just got on my phone. I was like, I'm not going to look and see what the paper's about. <laughs> I'm just going to go on my phone. So I went on my phone, checked my Snapchats, and then went on TikTok. Okay. TikTok trance. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so what were you thinking when you had the paper that was due tomorrow and you said, I'm going to go on and see what I need to do for this paper. What was your thought that was coming up for you that then sent you to go on your phone or TikTok? It was, it was like a later mentality. I was like, this is for later. I'll do this later. And I think that like, because it's due tomorrow, I was like, this is something for later. I can do this later. Okay. And then when you think I, I can do this later, this is for later. This is something for later. Yeah. How do you feel? 
it like temporarily puts the stress away. And then I get like a little like boost of like happiness when I go on my phone. I'm like, okay, if this is for later, then that means I can be on my phone. Okay. And after the fact, I'm like, well, crap, I probably should have got the head start on it. And so you feel a sense of like relief and then happiness? In a way, yep. Yeah. Then your actions, when you feel that relief and happiness, you get on your phone, you do TikTok, you do Snapchat, you are kind of reinforcing your decision. Because like, wow, this is a great decision. (laughs) (laughs) This is for later. It's because this is so much better than actually doing the paper. For sure. Your result is that you're not actually doing it. Yeah. Until it's become like, oh, well, now I have to. And I have like two hours to do something that should have taken me like a week to do. So then you're saying that you, so you're saying you have a paper that's due tomorrow. And then you have this thought, this is something for later. Yeah. I can do this later. You feel and it's from your thinking that you feel the relief and then a sense of happiness and after you've gone on your phone, TikTok, Snapchat. And then really what you're doing is you're creating all of that for yourself. Um, it's not the 17 hours. It's not the five classes that's not making you or allowing you to learn like you want to. Yeah. It's your thought. This is for later. This is something I can do later. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah, and it ends up, it always catches up. Those things, those, my thoughts, it catches up for mm-hmm. sure. So you have some beautiful awareness of kind of what's going on. Yeah. But what is the thought that you have when you actually go to sit down and the feeling that you have when you go to sit down to do the paper? Well, this paper, Uh yeah, I haven't even started it yet. It is due tonight Um, or yeah, (laughs) tomorrow. It's due tomorrow. I, I was like, today is Saturday. Okay. Okay. It's due tomorrow. Um, What are you thinking when you sit down to do the paper? Like tomorrow, if I were to sit down and do it? No, like right now, if you sit down, when you sit down to do the paper, when you sat down to do it. Yeah. And you were thinking before you thought this is for later, I can do this later. What was the feeling you had? Yeah, Kind of like a checklist. It was on my like checklist of things like just let's look at it. Let's see what it's about. It was like a like a to do like get it done kind of but like a like a hesitant get it done okay um but that would probably if you said you know this is a to-do list this is checklist that sounds pretty neutral yeah it is like because once when i think about like the paper like right now it's like it's in the distance but when i like see and open it up like you said like if i were to like sit it becomes like more like real like when i have like the like 
um, directions like in front of me, it's like, oh, I have to do all of this. Like this is. Okay. And that gets a little, like, that's when I go on my phone. I'm like, oh, now that I see everything that I actually have to do, it becomes, <laughs> yeah, overwhelming. Okay. So that's, that's the feeling that you have is overwhelming. And the feeling of overwhelming is coming from your thought, oh, I have to do all of this. Yeah. I have to do everything. So you're creating that feeling of overwhelm with your thought because the paper is just the paper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So then your action is to, to go to your phone, do TikTok, any, any sort of release. And then the result is you're not doing any of this. Yeah. And you're not showing up as yourself because you're somebody who's interested in learning. Yeah. And so you're not showing up as Logan. Yes. Because you're somebody who's really interested in taking in the information and taking your time. And it sucks when I'm not able to because, I, yeah, I, when I get overwhelmed, I'm like, yeah, I resort to my phone. And, it, yeah. So I feel bad about what I do, but it, like, kind of is a cycle. So, but why, why is it a problem? Because are you getting the work done? Yeah. It's never, like, it's never. Yeah. I haven't turned anything in, in anything late. It's just like, I, I, like I'm a perfectionist at heart and I want it to be good. So when I can't have the full time to do these things, I feel like I'm not, like you said, like getting everything out of it. I'm not learning. It's just like a, like a checklist. Let's just get it done. And what I'm proposing to you is that you are creating all of that for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so when you, and you say, you know, I feel bad. Well, I mean, that's just a thought and you feel like you're perfectionist. So you want it to be great. Perfectionism. We can talk a little bit more about that, but that is um, not showing up as your authentic true self and it is not healthy striving. And so you've created this for yourself so that every time you sit down, you have the feeling of overwhelm that's coming from your thoughts that then moves you to buffer with your phone. And so a lot of times we think that oftentimes we think that, oh, if I didn't have this paper, then I wouldn't have to feel this way. Or if I didn't have uh, taken all these hours, then I wouldn't have to feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. I got to fight my brain. Well, you have thoughts that are coming up and a thought is just a sentence in your mind. It's not, it's just like a cloud going by. What happens is when we're, we're buffering. So that's what I would call your going on your phone or social media. All it takes is awareness of what's going on in your mind, awareness of the thought to acknowledge it. And instead of like reacting to it, that thought and believing it to be true, you can start to challenge it. So if I were to like, for example, after this session, if I were to go on Canvas, which is UNL's little um, like directory of school assignments, Mm -hmm. start reading what I had to do for the paper, start typing it. And the first, like even thinking about it, I'm like, ooh, it's kind kind of stressful to think about just because, you know, so even even now, I, like you said, be aware of that. 
stress that's popping up kind of is what you're saying. Yeah. I got to break through. What would it take? I mean, to break through, like you can decide instead of feeling overwhelmed, you can either create a thought on purpose as you sit down to do the paper that can be more neutral instead of creating so much drama and overwhelm with your thoughts. Like when you sit down to do the paper, what could be a more useful thought or how do you want to feel when you sit down to, to work on your paper that's due tomorrow or tonight? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think your philosophy make it fun to get it done. And I think because like, like even thinking now, like, you're right. Like I want to learn these things. And I think that should be like why it's fun to get it done. And I think I I love learning. So, you know, like it's hard to like balance uh, feeling like, yeah, just recognizing that pattern, making it fun to get it done, I think would be a good, good thought process. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I mean, you're fun, so you can do that. What are the ways that um, that you think that you could do that? What would I mean, be the, if you could have that as a result, like that this paper is going to be fun to get it done, yeah. then what would be the actions? Because your actions create your results. For sure. So. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Papers are kind of like not the most fun to thing to do ever. So that kind of makes it hard to think about fun ways, but I guess. If it's not believable to you, it won't work. If that may be a little bit far out into the distance. Like we call that the intentional model. Like that's kind of like your, your goal you want to work towards eventually. Um, you know, the paper itself, you don't have to convince yourself, oh, it's fun to write this paper. But you can have fun during different parts of it, you know. Yeah. And I think, too, the other thing about any time we sit down to do something and we feel discomfort, especially, like, from what I know about you, like, when sometimes when academically some things come easy and then we experience some discomfort, we think something's going wrong. There's never anything going wrong when you sit down <laughs> to do your work and you experience discomfort. Oh, thank you for and saying so that. That's when you sit down and you're uncomfortable and you don't want to write it and you hate writing papers or whatever's coming up, those are just thoughts. Okay. And your brain's going to offer that up because our brains and you're majoring in psychology. So you'll learn about this. (laughs) Our brains are just homeostasis status quo comfort machines. Literally like the motivational triad for us is to avoid pain and seek pleasure, (laughs) comfort. So we, it's like, Whoa, something is happening here. That is bad. If we're uncomfortable. So that's what your brain's going to keep offering. So when you say like, Oh, I'm going to make it fun to get it done. That is literally like, um, there are things you can do, like listen to music or whatever. And, and what I would suggest doing around make it fun to get it done is what you're going to do at the end to measure your success. Okay. So how do you want to measure your success? Getting it done? <laughs> Getting a good grade. Yeah. Because I know I'll get it done, but I want it to be good. The paper. You know what well, I mean? Well, how do you know it will be good? The grade. What else? Because you can't always control the grade. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So how do how do you know? How will you decide if it's good? How will you sit down to show up to put your effort in to do good yeah. work? And the way that you do that is by deciding how what you want to think or how you want to feel as you sit down. Because indulging in overwhelm and having a thought of this is so much to do, this is everything, you know, that's not getting you where you want to be. It's tricky. That's tricky. <laughs> yeah. That it, well, that just like your point about like the whole grade thing. I do like value things that are out of my control a lot. So that was a really interesting point that I'm now like kind of like sidetracking off into. But yeah. but uh, what can you do? What can you control? Yeah. Of? You can control how you show up. Yeah. How you want to feel as you're writing the paper. Yeah. Um, you can control the time you're putting into it, your attentional focus and that and then getting it in on time. That's what you can control, right? Like how you show up and your attentional focus is what you can decide on. I think another way to like have fun with it would be, like you said, like once I get it done, I think I need to celebrate the small victories. And, you know, like if I get it done, like, hey, like, woohoo, you just like celebrate those things a little more. Well, and the other thing is like you just said, if I get it done, you're going to get it done. Yeah, that, that is true. You know, you'll get it done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the thing is like having a thought of what's, what's wrong with this thought? Like I'm, I'm writing my paper. I'm doing this. I will get this done. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you just show up instead of overwhelmed, what's a thought? Is that a thought that I just offered you and you need to come up with one that, you know, if that fits great, if there's another one that maybe fits better to get your paper done, feeling calm, or is there another feeling that would work? I like calm. Yeah. Calm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that, like that thought process, that chain of just, yeah, I am writing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, I'm getting this done. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you feel calm, what do you do? Don't say go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not overwhelmed. I can tell you that. When I'm calm, I'm not overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mean like my actions? Like, Yeah. Like if your result is you want to get this paper in on time, then yeah. you can now, if that's the result that you want, then you can kind of back up and say, okay, what actions do you have to take? What actions would you need to take to get that paper done on time? Yeah. So what would that be? Making a plan, a reasonable plan. Mm-hmm. I'm a planner. Those, that's always good. That helps it's making a plan is calming for me in and of itself. So, okay. And then I like checking things off that always makes, so make a plan and then check things off that. And then my little success, small successes. Yeah. That's awesome. And those are like feel good achievements. So you have like, instead of like this kind of conditioning, like little dopamine zing hit of hopping on your phone and the relief and happiness, you get more of a natural, you know, pleasure and, and uh, from that achievement as you're checking it off. 
Yeah. Making a plan and checking things off as you're, as you're writing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe music. That was a good idea. Okay. Call me. Maybe some, I like classical music. That's kind of been a trend with me lately doing my work. Some instrumental Mm-hmm. You no know, vocal music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So music, making your plan, checking things off. And and you said you wanted to feel calm. So feeling calm, that creates that. Yeah. Those actions. And your thought was, I'm getting this done. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to celebrate when you're done writing your paper? My, it's funny you say that because my first thought is go on my phone. Which is fine. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. Put it off till then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? um, but when I, when I get like things done, I think I also like celebrate by like cleaning up my room. Or like, I like that's weird, but like, <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah. but what else? The thing is, if we keep moving the goalpost on ourselves, yeah, you know, because what happens is we just focus on getting the achievement done and think that that will make us feel a certain way. And we, when we make it really grueling for ourselves and we've got a lot of, you know, overwhelm and we barely get it in and we don't feel, you know, good about it and we're really hard on ourselves. And like you said, I feel bad when that happens, then we won't want to do it the next time. Then you create more overwhelm. So that's why it's so cool if you can show up with a feeling of calm that's coming from your thoughts, recognizing that your brain's going to keep offering up that those thoughts that are going to come up that are going to try to get you to, and you may feel some overwhelm, but overwhelm is just a feeling and a feeling is just a, like a vibration in our body. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can feel that you can describe it. You can feel the discomfort, expect that and expect your brain to offer that up. Expect your brain to say, no, get on your phone. No, get on your phone. No, get on your phone. And, and then, you know, you won't be surprised. It's like, Oh, I hear you brain. You (laughs) can say that. Like, I hear you. It's fine. You know, I'm just let that pass through me, but I'm writing my paper and then when you make it more fun or you have some sort of like little gift to yourself, then the next time you go to write the next paper, cause you're going to have more papers, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes. Yes. Yeah, lots of papers. <laughs> um, you, the next time you go to write your paper, then it won't be as grueling. And then your overwhelm will start to kind of go away and your brain, your brain can forge new pathways. Yeah. Um, that can serve you better. Yeah. And I think it's not even like, it's any like long academic task, like say studying for my chemistry test, <laughs> anything that like requires like lo- a lot of like brain power, like not like the paper is the number one thing on my mind because it's due tomorrow. But mm-hmm. anytime like something requires like a lot of my attention, I get those feelings. So I think being aware 
of yeah. what my brain wants to do is going to be really awesome. And that that's normal. Yeah. You can expect to kind of hate it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. That this isn't going to be fun. You know, <laughs> I mean, that part of it, like, that's not a surprise. Yeah. Um, And you're just a human on a human experience in a human life. So those are almost like beliefs that you have about yourself. That's just a thought. For sure. You think it's like, you're saying it like it's almost like a fixed and limited thing. Like whenever I sit down to chemistry or anything that's a big academic task, then I'm, I struggle. Yeah. So what if that's not true? Have you ever challenged that? No, because it's easy not to. <laughs> well, it's just your brain offering that up and you think yeah. you're looking at all your past actions as evidence. But you can start to challenge that because somebody else like me looking in from the outside might be like, oh, wow, he's just knocking it out of the park. So that's just your thinking about it. And a belief is just a strong thought that's been kind of on a loop that we choose to be true that we haven't challenged. Yeah. And it's like, you probably have plenty of evidence otherwise for other things that you have done that somebody else would say, oh my gosh, you know, wow. Yeah. So you get to think of yourself in a way that serves you more. It's not like a fixed, it's think about how fixed and limiting and stuck and powerless those kinds of thoughts and beliefs are for you Yeah. that are not helpful or serving you to reach your goals. If you say like, this is how I am. This is always how it's been. This is always how it's going to be that whenever I sit down for an academic task, like chemistry, then I'm you know, this is how I am when, and I'm just saying, that's just a thought. That's just a thought. Thank you. That, yeah, that's a thought. And that's powerful awareness. You have a lot of amazing awareness and you can start to create some space between that and just recognize and acknowledge when it's coming up and that that's creating a feeling for you of either overwhelm or, you know, you're stuck or you're anxious or, you know, discomfort that you can just say, oh, okay. You can allow yourself to feel that feeling and recognize nothing's going wrong here and start to challenge it. Like, oh, that's not really true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that part about recognizing that nothing is actually wrong is really important for me. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to take that to heart. Yeah. You're going to have to experience it today when you write your paper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing going wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. And nothing has been wrong. (laughs) So (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Do you think that's helpful? Yes, absolutely. I think just being being aware of my awareness of my thoughts is good. I think just like taking a step back, realizing, hey, these are just thoughts, like you said, is really important for me. 
those thoughts, those like overwhelm thoughts can be powerful sometimes. So I think just recognizing, hey, these are our thoughts and that's why I'm feeling that way is gonna be, is gonna connect the dots for feeling calm and everything else. Yeah, it's like, that's so powerful, Logan. It's like overwhelm, confusion, self-doubt. Those are things that are indulgent emotions. So we're just kind of spinning out on ourselves. And I get it because I mean, I'm stuck in that too. (laughs) Perfectionism is another one. Perfectionism just keeps us from trying. We're afraid of of failure. One of the things that really helped with um, this, I learned about in my Uh, when I did my weight loss coaching is this B minus work notion. So especially on your first draft, when you're writing a paper, be okay with B minus work. Yeah. Right. For sure. That, yeah. Cause you, you create that um, overwhelm for yourself when you think, I have to get a good grade. I have to get a good grade. I have to get a good grade, you know? Yeah. Has to be perfect on the first draft. You can always go back and edit it. No problem. Yeah. And I think that's honestly like a metaphor for life too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is what like the point you were trying to make, but the first try isn't the last for sure. Yeah. And also we don't have to be showing up, (laughs) you know, or with, you know, a plus work on every single thing we do in life and creating all that unnecessary grueling pressure for ourselves, which is what, you know, I'm like, I get it because I can grind out a goal like nobody's business, but I can also make it super hard on myself. Yeah. And not fun. And then I'm just now realizing, oh my gosh. I can get it done, grind out a goal, but it doesn't have to be grind, you know, grinding it out. It can actually be fine, pleasant yeah. or, or even fun. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I know you've had your fair share of those experiences too. So to hear you say, say that is inspirational. Oh, that's great. So anytime you sense And you're just like a curious observer of your mind. You are the watchful observer. Get really curious. Oh, wow, that's really interesting that that's what's coming up for me. You'll learn so much about yourself through this. Yeah. By committing to taking some action steps. And you can decide um, ahead of time always how you want to show up. And then you can be a curious observer of your mind. So it's like you're, you know, like you're sitting on the couch And you're just kind of watching. Yeah. You know, or you're in the pool and, you know, you're watching yourself kind of swim around the pool and you're just like observing. You're just like a really, and being a psychology major would be super interesting to you. Yes. Yeah. Thinking about thinking is always, I love it. That's why I'm I'm a psych major, even though I want to be a dentist. So I don't know where those align, but I love psychology. So, yeah. One other thing I would suggest too is like showing up for um, with a clean mind, like a clean headspace. Okay. So have you done things that have helped you show up like with a calm mind? For sure. I like to like, like even like a small walk, like at like my like 
apartment, like if I just walk up and down the stairs, that's good. And also I'm, this is kind of weird, but I'm a motion guy. So like, if I like go like this, like it really does help me like, okay, out, you know, like clear. Yeah. It really does help me. I don't know why, but I've just yeah. like forced my brain into thinking that's it's go time. It's calm time. That's awesome. So you already have some of those little tools that you can use and pull all those out, you know, yeah. use all those. For sure. I, yeah. I think it's sometimes I forget how much I can like convince my brain to do things. And, you know, when it's, when it's trapped in there, I can take it out. And sometimes I forget that. Yeah. Those are all just skills that you've kind of learned on your own, but those are true mindfulness. Yeah. Because your goal is to create recognition and a pause and then, you know, allowing yourself to feel your emotions that are coming up because that's why we buffer with our phones or food or whatever we do is because we're not comfortable feeling those emotions that are coming up, but there's nothing going wrong here. I'm just a human having a human emotion and the phone itself is you know, just a neutral circumstance and it becomes a buffer when it has a net negative consequence in your life. And that's for you to decide. Like somebody who buffers like me when I was like buffering with food a lot, instead of feeling my emotions, I would just go mindlessly grab something to eat. And it created a net negative consequence for me because it was starting to really affect my health and certainly my well-being. Yeah. Um, so you decide that. You can also decide your how you want to show up on your phone, on the social media, and what attentional focus you want to give to that and get a little bit out ahead of that. For sure. I think it's actually good you said that because sometimes like even when I'm on my phone and I'm not using it as a buffer, I still feel bad about it because that's the association, you know, like oh, I feel bad I'm on my phone, even though, hey, like I like this is would be like an appropriate time to be on my phone. So I think recognizing like that is also that. Yeah, that's important for me to understand. I think the thing you have to recognize, Logan, that will help you the most is how hard you're being on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because that's what's that's why I say self-love is a superpower. Self-compassion is really what that means. And it's something that we don't get taught. It's like a foreign language almost. Yeah. So just, you know, when you have the powerful recognition that that thoughts coming up for you when you're on your phone, like that, this is bad or that that's, you know, that again, is just a thought. Maybe you want to be on your phone some more, you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know, so if you recognize like when you're being hard on yourself, that's going to be really powerful. So how does that usually come up for you in your body? This usually comes up like as a feeling and maybe you can feel it in your body when you're being hard on yourself. It's kind of like a, like a gut wrench, a little, like just a little squeeze in the tummy, but um, I have been getting better at like saying to myself, Hey, you're being hard on yourself. (laughs) Take a step back, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
it's an opportunity to soften up on yourself and not to get the negative self-critic. We have a hard time getting rid of thinking that we can get rid of that because then we think, boy, I won't do anything at all. I'll just sleep all day <laughs> if I don't have that negative self-talk <laughs> in your critic. And I got to listen to that person and pile on myself whenever, you know. Yeah. And And so it's just an opportunity once you recognize it that gut feeling it's going to probably come up is like a visceral kind of feeling and just allow yourself to feel that kind of discomfort and sit in it for a little bit and then it'll just pass. And so you can, you can create an opportunity to nurture yourself instead of criticizing yourself. Yes, that's important. Yeah. And so you can either like do hand over heart, all compassion for yourself, talk to yourself in third person, Logan, like you said, you know, Logan, just being hard on yourself unnecessarily, you yeah. can do a little, you can disrupt it. Like you can do your thing here. Yes. Clear that it. Break it. Yeah. Anything that breaks it and creates a space. So you acknowledge, recognize you're creating a space. You're a curious observer. That's just a thought. I'm going to nurture myself, you know, Yeah. warm hug, hand over heart, pause, you know, for sure. Nothing going wrong here. Yeah. That point you made earlier too, is like self-compassion is, is not taught. We don't learn these things in school, you know, and no. like, this is my first life coaching session. And thanks to being a psych major, I feel like that's actually helped me think about the way I think, but mm-hmm. It's like, even like just what you're saying, it's like resonating with me a lot because I haven't been taught these things. I've kind of just been guiding myself, which kind of can be not the best thing, you know, because you're debating your own brain, but having your guidance is is good. Well, and I think, um, you know, it serves us that little inner critic, that negative self-talk along the way. I mean, come on, it's kind of served us in some ways for sure. Yeah. And so that's why it's kind of hard to give up and it's never going away. I mean, we're always going to be like self-judging, but then when it gets to where it just gets in the way and we have this pattern like that you're having that you can just right now today become a curious observer of that and just create, you've already created the awareness of the thought that's coming up, those thoughts that are coming up that you don't have to believe anymore. And then you can create something that is more useful that serves you that will get you the results that you want. Yeah, absolutely. So you're doing it. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I feel like after this, if I wasn't doing it, I will be. So. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's just the daily intentional practice and sure. um, you have the power to do that um, with your mind. And so life coaching, we did a lot of um, usually start with like thought downloads, daily thought downloads, which is just like a brain dump. So it's so amazing to see um, kind of some of the things that are top of mind for you or some of the different patterns um, over time. And so if you would write, like, it doesn't have to be in the morning or at night or a certain time during the day, just when something kind of comes up, do a little brain dump, do a thought download for a couple minutes, literally, and just have a little notebook and write it down. And that's when you'll start to like come up with 
um, learning more about like what some of the thoughts that are coming up. Um, so you'll say, okay, this is just kind of story that I'm telling to myself versus what are the facts here? Yeah. And then what are the kind of common feelings I'm having on a daily basis? Do I want to start feeling these ways, you know? Um, and you'll see like, how are some of these patterns that I have kind of keeping me stuck in this? And I think that's important when you say like, it needs to be like, it needs to be consistent, you know, this way of thinking. And mm -hmm. I think that's important for me to recognize too, you know, like I can't once a week be like, wow, oh, like aware of my feelings, you know, it has to be kind of like, just take time with myself. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you get, you're getting there, you're, you're doing it. And it's just like showing up for yourself. You're learning to cultivate a goal. Cause I mean, you can knock out the achievements. I mean, I know you, so I know you're <laughs> using achievement, just like we're not used to self-love and self-compassion. It's the same thing with like getting off the train of all the external achievements and living our lives here and checking off those boxes and chasing the carrots and getting all of our feel good about ourselves from all those external things. It's like cultivating a goal that you set for yourself is something that we have to learn how to do. And that's what like life coaching is. And it's like taking massive action and just deciding to show up like every day to do that and to commit to that. Which, mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. Hey, thank <laughs> you. Seriously, like that, this, like, I appreciate you so much. I also was like, I was like, oh, let me check that. Oh my gosh, time just flew by. Yeah, it's so fun. I yeah. love coaching. But anyway, good luck on your paper. You got this. Yes. Well, I realized it is actually due tonight. It is due on Saturday for some reason. I thought I lost track of when I thought I was due, but so so you I will get finish. off and write it. Yes, I will finish it tonight. Okay. So I will let you know when that gets done. That's awesome. Well, good luck with it. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.